everybody. I'm Pagan Tech, and we're here with another session of Roundtable of Fools. Some of us are income poops, some of us are idgits, and tonight we have Green Bear, we have Tommy, we have Jerry Formal. Green Bear, please put your joystick away. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> tonight we plan on talking about, uh, talking about our most memorable, our first memorable exposure to the internet, and... We're going to talk about our rigs tonight, our gear. Oh, my. Yes. Uh, and along with our usual rambling. So drop a follow for this channel and subscribe if that function's working for you. That'll get you a chance to see when I come online and stream, as I never know when I can due to life and the dying video card that I have. <laughs> and now the host of our show, Tommy. Take it away, Tommy. Thank you very much. How's everybody doing tonight? And uh, welcome to all the listeners on Signal to Noise, and uh, welcome to all the people who are tuned in to Pagan Tech's stream and uh, wherever this may find its way out onto the internet. It is currently May 20th, 2021. I uh, hope everybody is doing well. So, uh, Pagan Tech went into our topics, but here at the top of the show, uh, there has been some fairly exciting news in the realm of uh, City of Heroes. Uh, so, yeah, for any of you that don't know, uh, City of Heroes is an MMORPG, but it is superhero-themed. Um, and uh, all of us have played uh, City of Heroes at one time or another. Some of us way heavily, and um, some of us less heavily, but still big fan. That would be me. Um, I've put in many hours, but not as many hours as the two gentlemen here. And um, Jerry Formal used to love to hop onto one of my characters and just run around and use his special powers to just uh, bash bad guys in uh, Atlas City. So, you know, that was fun, too. But anyway, um, Green Bear, would you like to fill us in on this exciting COH news? Uh, the ban was lifted on streaming it earlier this week. Uh, very happy about that. I streamed it a couple of times. Right, right. Um, the ban was in place uh, for a couple of reasons. When... Uh, but I'm, I won't go into the, into the long story behind the secret server and the game shut down and blah, blah, blah. What I will say is that when the whistle was blown and the game, the, everything was blown wide open and the game became public, a few people, me being one of them, uh, began uh, streaming City of Heroes on Twitch. Well, the uh, people who run the homecoming servers, the homecoming servers are the ones directly associated um, with or most closely associated with the actual original game. And they are in talks with NCSoft, the original owners of the game, to acquire uh, possession of the IP. Streaming City of Heroes, or even really talking about it uh, in, in certain forums, was viewed as a potential danger for um, interfering with those, uh, those talks. NCSoft is extraordinarily, extraordinarily particular about these things. They are a Korean-based company. And that is that it, they are all business. There is no messing around with these guys. On the other side uh, here, Twitch, because of the odd legal status of City of Heroes Return, it was, essentially it was a game zombie. There were issues there as well involving legalities. So uh, the homecoming service said, do not stream. And to ensure you don't stream, if we catch you, you're going to lose your account and everything you put into it. Pretty much the same thing on Twitch's side. They were like, if we catch you streaming, um, you're going to be penalized for it. No game for you. So it was none. <laughs> so it was best to just simply not stream at all. That ban was lifted on both sides Wednesday or Tuesday, one of the two. 
So yours truly has been streaming City of Heroes. I watched uh, part of your stream on Tuesday. Well, you know, because uh, we interacted a little bit. Yeah, I watched part of your stream yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to, I think I know the answer to this, but do you, or do we, uh, General We, happen to know why specifically the ban was lifted? I do not know particulars of okay. it. Um, I personally am of the opinion that this is a result of some kind of talks. You see, the NCSoft, before all that happened, before all the whistleblowing and everything, back when it was just a secret server, NCSoft was aware of it. But because it was not being advertised and they were making no money off of it, they didn't say anything. Right. And quite frankly, at this point, the cat's been out of the bag for almost two years. Two years, now. right, yeah. They're not going to be able to, to put it back in the no, bag. No, they if, cannot if they put that toothpaste back down, in the tube, yeah. Somebody will open a new one. Yeah, definitely. Well, now that the code base is out there and people have sort of a baseline uh, to start their own server, I mean, you could shut one down and two more will pop up in its place, you know. I, so, yeah. Hail so, Hydra. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, cool. Well, that's exciting. So, Green Bear will be streaming some COH. Uh, Pegatech, do you plan on streaming any COH? Or are, should we all just hop in and let Green Bear do the streaming and us do the playing? I'd be glad to stream as well. I okay. think that'd be fun. Okay. Uh, I think that since we have different uh, followers, yep. I think that it'd be fine and, and probably uh, get our name out there a little bit more uh, if we stream out uh, on each of our channels. That we can. What do you What do you say, Green? I'm going for that. I may okay. even uh, I may even fool around with uh, Twitch because I've got a Twitch account and I would I streamed. Uh, when we were playing uh, Left 4 Dead 2, I streamed a bit. Uh, you know, I just it was just very basic, but I did it. Uh, so maybe I'll do that too, or maybe I'll just uh, be lazy and just uh, let you guys do all the streaming. <laughs> um, we actually didn't even... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So speaking of Left 4 Dead, yeah. I finally saw down at GameStop, Back 4 Blood is coming. Yeah. Is that like a, yeah, a new, sequel or something? Or? Yeah, it's the oh, new yeah. Left 4 Dead game. It's called Back 4 Blood. Oh, awesome. Spiritual it was, successor. It was made by the studio that actually originally sort of came up with Left 4 Dead before Valve bought the rights to the game. Oh, okay. So it's the from the people who brought you the original Left 4 Dead, it's out. What's, what was it called? Out for Blood? Back for back, blood. Back for, back for blood. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah we'll. Have, I wonder if that's going to be on Steam or if that'll be just a separate purchase or something. Well, it doesn't matter because well, I'll I'm download sure and play it. Steam. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is Steam actually. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, we'll have to do some. Uh, we'll have to do some game nights then. I guess because uh, we. Yeah, that was, that was always fun. It's yeah. on. It's on Steam, and it looks like and and according to, to the Steam page, it's coming out in, on uh, October twelfth. Oh, okay. So not to. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah, right around the spooky time again. So you know, yeah. Maybe get some. Uh, maybe get some zombie blasting in there. Awesome. All right. Very cool. Yeah. yeah that that's that's uh, pretty exciting actually. Looks pretty fun too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, we actually didn't do any plugs yet. So uh, why don't we just do that real quick and then we'll launch into our internet topic. So, uh, Pagan Tech, uh, plug something. And I'm just going to sure. leave that well, open. What to do, but I didn't tell you how to get there. Uh, I am at twitch.tv forward slash Pagantech, P-A-G-A-N-E-K. And if you look right here, uh, there is a, uh, a, a banner that has all of our names and the spelling. It's going to remain on the screen the entire time so that you can always reference that at any time. That is a spiffy graphic that somebody put together there. Heck yeah. Ah, man, that was jam. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
I'm telling you. No, we we can't see, we can't see it, Hoser. Only <laughs> only okay. Pagan Tech can see it. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's, it's making sure it wasn't. Yeah, just yeah, no, no, no. If you go to General, you can actually see it. Yeah, uh, I took put a, a screen, screen capture of it in General. It's yeah. actually kind of funny uh, because <laughs> we were all laughing about something. We? <laughs> we're all laughing about something. Yeah, it's silly. Oh, I, I think I know what we were laughing about. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, Jerry Formal, uh, first of all, uh, congrats on your first uh, graduation. Uh, oh, yeah, graduated thank from you. his tech thank school you. on Wednesday, so that was very exciting. Uh, I'm assuming you don't have anything to plug, but I could be wrong. I no, I don't. Okay, all right. Well, it's just the top hat in the corner down there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, he needs to. He needs to concentrate and get through this last what. <laughs> five or six or seven days of school and then you're done with it so cool all right um right so green bear what do you uh plug plug your thing plug the thing and do the stuff in the plug-in and the whatnot plug are you done yes <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking coffee i'm done uh, okay do plug. Oh, oh, hold on I'll, plug, I'll plug it a okay um you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash the green bear or is it porn? Yeah. Yeah. Forward slash. Yeah. Uh, forward slash the green bear or the green bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually been really busy this past week uh, with stream. Um, like we discussed already, I've begun to stream city of heroes again. Woohoo! I'm quite happy about nice. that. Uh, city of heroes. I'm still ever streaming uh warframe. My baby. I, I will never abandon my beloved. Woo-hoo! Warframe. Oops, sorry about that. Um, However, this week I've also been doing a bit of uh, just chats. I am finally, I've been, I've been saying for years I was going to do this, and this week I, I finally actually began. Uh, you can see some boxes back here in my background. I have begun the long, arduous quest to catalog everything in my gaming world. Function. Everything that I have, all everything that I own, my merchandise, my... My actual games, my systems, uh, peripherals, whether it be PC, console, all of that. And peripheral. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Peripheral. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I began began doing that, and what I was doing was um, uh, Wednesday night, I had a Just Chatting uh, stream, and I got all of my, my... I realized I'm missing a lot of my games... And I'm in the process of hunting them down. But I went through the uh, my old Atari 2600 games that I could find and all my Nintendo 64 games that I could find and just went through them all and holding them up and going, hey, look at this, I remember playing this, blah, 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 blah. And just kind of a, it was a walk down memory lane for me. Yeah, definitely. It was, not, it was nice was taking people with me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, a, a lot of people grew up you know, playing video games. And, like, just as an example, the first MMO I ever played was uh, EverQuest. And now, if you look at EverQuest today, the graphics are just, you know, super out of date and the sound effects and everything. But that, for me, anyway, is a huge nostalgia trip when I see, you know, somebody playing EverQuest or when I see screenshots from it or all that. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, It's cool that you could uh, pull those out and say, hey, check this out and let people sort of walk down memory lane with you. Dude, I remember the first time I saw EverQuest was when uh, I came over one day, and Mr. Formal was still in diapers, yeah. and had only had only been alive for maybe half a year, maybe. 
And I was like, what the hell is an MMORPG, whatever it is, what the hell is that request? And you sat me down and explained it to me, and it took like almost four minutes for the damn thing to load up and boot up. And then you went in and showed me everything, and I was just, oh, my God, that's so awesome. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you remember back in the day, too, um, you remember, uh, oh, what were they called? The the text, oh, MUDs, multi-user dungeons. Did you ever play in any MUDs? Yeah, I, I did. Yep. I, I always had to go to somebody's house or go to the um, the lab at Augusta State University. Uh, I, not that I went there, but I knew people that did. <laughs> I could just go in there and play MUDs uh, uh, there because we didn't have a, or I didn't have a computer at the time. But uh, like uh, WoW and EverQuest are sort of the uh, successor to those MUDs, you know. So rather than seeing it all in here, you were actually seeing it on the screen. Now, again, these days the graphics are horribly out of date. But again, you know, for the time it was just, you know, mind-blowing. Those games, those graphics are now retro. Retro, yes. Yes, they are. Retro. Vintage. (laughs) And popular, too. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. And EverQuest is still going, like what 20 odd years later because right they fired the servers up in 1999 and they're still going strong so i mean they they must still have a subscriber base or i mean because that's how those that's how those games survive is on their uh their subscriber base but uh we'll go we'll just do uh, my plug real quick and then we will continue down uh down memory lane here uh stnradio.com is where you can find me if anybody's listening already uh you're already listening to signal to noise and i appreciate it but anybody watching a pagan text stream we play music. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, there's gonna be a Tuesday show starting up. Uh, I broadcast on Wednesdays starting at seven. Uh, Fridays starting at six. Uh, Saturdays starting at seven, and Sundays uh, at, at eleven a.m. My wife runs the show, and uh, then at uh, six, Jerry Formal and I do a two hours of heavy metal, and then after, uh, and it's called the Forge. And then after the Forge, we run this show. So um, it's uh, weekends are, are like the big time around here. Uh, during the week, I do well things like this, and I do you know upkeep for the station, update the web page, and all that kind of stuff. Do graphics, you know, there should be a graphic right you know in here somewhere or over here. I don't know. It depends on where I am on the screen, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it's your upper left. My upper left, yeah. so up here somewhere. Oh, that right. was my yeah, right yeah. Thing. yeah, right there. Nope, you had it yeah, right. over here. First okay. time. Yeah, right here. Right, right there. That banner right there. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Anyway, your other side of your screen. Yeah. Over there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right there. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, that way. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't you just love down bottom life? corner. The other anyway. bottom. That one. This one. Nope. That one. Nope. This the one. That, this, that, this that. This that. Lid 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 so uh, we're going to continue down the uh, the road of nostalgia here. Uh, so I think uh, Pagan Tech brought up this, uh, posted this um, topic for uh, this evening. Um, well, we'll just let him kick it off then, since it was his idea. We will let him uh, run with it for now. So uh, it's all you, eh? Go. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Well, my first exposure... I mean, it kind of came in as a trickle because when I was in Eagle River, Alaska, uh, we were just about ready to leave, and Ma had left. This was in 89. Ma had left to go to the Philippines for a couple months to do her programming thing, so I was there all alone, and I had the phone line and a friend's computer, and I dialed up to BBS, and that was my intro into the whole concept of dialing into something. 
it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is not information that's local. It's information that's elsewhere. But I think that my first exposure to the internet, I mean, technically, uh, when I was at my way computers back in 94, um, my boss that I was working under, uh, he would dial up on AOL and would search for parts for the business and then he would call and place the order but he would do research on the parts there was an online catalog for the pc parts and uh that was really when i, I realized that, uh, that you know bbs was a, a a minor stop there's a lot more things that are happening out there so i ended up getting a black and white 640 by 480 laptop uh, it was a 486 sx a 25 megahertz okay. and it was a 95 had a pcmcia 14.4 modem Ooh. i would sit at home and listen to this brand new program called real audio player and stream audio uh there in, in the in the crappy ass house that i lived in <laughs> <laughs> but i had to downsample it to mono because the, the, the CPU couldn't handle stereos. <laughs> the chip would just uh, start dying. The laptop would, would fail. First into flames. Uh, yeah. So I got into IRC chat rooms and oh, yeah. uh, real player. And that's really when I, I realized I was hooked on uh, Internet. Um, after my way, computers kind of shut down. I worked at uh, Dial America. As, as a call center, and I would resell AOL to people that had gotten rid of it in the first place. That sounds like an awful job. <laughs> oh, it sucked yeah. so bad. Holy crap. And They're like, I don't want to do this thing. Them. And you're like, yes, you do. Come on. Surely you exactly. want to sign back up exactly. for this. <laughs> so uh, what would happen was is that 50% of them uh, were they, they got got rid of AOL because they just couldn't connect. So I would try to troubleshoot their system. And the, the, uh, the management was like, no, you got to call. You got to make these calls. You, you got to do this. And so th- I, I ended up ditching that job. I just couldn't sleep at night because I was selling a shit product to people that didn't want the shit product in the first place. And I ended up getting over at uh, t- Support Tech at Internet CSRA and the rest was history. It is history, say. as they say, yes. Yeah, that's. I think that's where I might have met you when you were living in that uh, house that you referenced earlier. But the first time I yep. really remember you is uh, at uh, Internet CSRA slash GlobalNet. But I do remember, I think that, because I remember going over to the pit a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I remember, Green, I think I remember Tim there. Is that right, Green? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lived there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, it was I'm actually pretty Tim's sure house. I remember you there. Oh, it was Tim's. Oh, well, that's probably why I remember them. <laughs> he has changed a lot. When I realized that that was Tim that he's with now, I was like, wait a minute. You were, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's changed a lot. Uh, I do remember you there as well, Tommy. So yeah. uh, that's where I remember you from. But it wasn't until after I'd been at Internet CSRA a while and then you came on board after it was Global Net that I was like, hey, well, you know, what's the small damn circles here in Augusta? Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. Well, uh, Green, uh, last week we had on a friend of mine, Stephen Stoll. And uh, before we actually started up the recording, uh, Stephen and Pegantech realized that they had actually hung out together like way back in like 1998 and what hadn't seen each other since basically. <laughs> like, 
I remember. I remember you too, man. Did we? Oh shit! We shouldn't say that out loud, should we? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why neither one of them remember the uh, or vaguely remember. Yeah, that is true. So, um, <laughs> well, uh, Jerry, uh, we'll put the spotlight on you next, since uh, you know you're the youngest and you basically have grown up in the age of the internet. Yeah. Um, but uh, what are your, I mean, I kind of remember some incidences, but what are your earliest recollections of like being on the internet or, or, or playing on it or whatever? Oh, probably the, um, those early days of uh, Minecraft servers, because mm-hmm. I remember that you had introduced me in, uh, to it back in what, 2009, 2010, maybe, I think. Yeah, it sounds about right. Roughly around that time. Yeah. yeah. I think, but you know, you know, Minecraft was all over YouTube and, it, you know, all the servers and everything. I, th- I think that's really my first memorable, like, real exposure to the Internet, you know. And then I remember uh, you were all into the uh, the the parody, the Minecraft parody songs, of which there oh, are millions oh, dude, out there. Yeah. But uh, you were all about the <laughs> Minecraft parody songs for a while. And then you got oh. into Roblox for a while, too. I know you were big about Roblox there for a long time. Yeah, that was, yeah that's another one. Yeah, definitely. And then... We probably shouldn't have, but your mom and I let you cruise uh, YouTube on occasion. So that, oh, was, yeah. you know, that, you know, that good or bad is what, it, is what it was, I guess. But uh, so, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember Minecraft was definitely the big one for you. I mean, you were all about, well, you still are to a point, but uh, you were yeah. all about Minecraft. Like it was Minecraft all the time. In Roblox, too, I remember you being big into uh, Green. So you and I sort of started in, uh, sort of, uh, no, I'm going to say you were probably online before I was because I'm going to let you talk, but I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. So you and Dave both had Ataris and you guys would both dial into BBSs on occasion, as I recall. Maybe Dave more so than you. I don't remember, but I know both of you did. And a lot of times, if we were all hanging out, I'd be like, uh, hey, can I use your computer? And then I'd get on and I'd hop onto the BBS and sign myself in as, as myself, you know. Because, again, we I didn't have a uh, – I don't think I don't think we had a computer in the house at the time or, or either uh, – my dad had weird rules about the computer because we got our first computer in 1987. It was an IBM PS2, but it didn't have a GUI. There was no graphical interface. It was all command line because my dad was a command line from guy from like way back. So it was all, you know, it was all I could do to like get uh, King's Quest fired up, you know, to play it. I, but I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so that as far as I know, that is one of the earliest recollections of you being on the Internet uh, that I recall. And I, I'm sure you've probably you probably go well before that. I think my first, um, it would have been, I, now I was on BBSs back when I was in high school. Um, there, was, there were a couple of Atari BBSs in the local area, but it wasn't until, um, and that was really primarily going through uh, a, friend's, a friend's computer, but I, I had an account and everything. It would have been about 80, it was late 87 when I got a, not to brag, mm. but I had a 300 baud modem. Get out. Yeah, three hundred whole bods. It did it have the actual slots on the top where you put the cradle of the phone itself, the handset <laughs> of the phone in the cradle? No, not that one. I oh, wanted okay. that one just because there was a cool. Uh, okay, to there was a cool oh, factor yeah. to that one. Yeah, 
<laughs> but mine actually looked was about yay big. It looked like a little gray Twinkie. I mean, and a Twinkie was actually a bit bigger. What was what was the brand the of that? Of Do you remember? Twinkie. Do you remember what the brand of that uh, modem was? That was an Atari modem. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. All yeah. right. That's cool. And then later on, um, an Atari had a cradle, um, a cradle modem as well. My cousin had one. Like that was the first modem I ever saw. You're right. Dave and I were both getting on to BBSs. The first yeah. BBS that I remember being active uh, active on was a local one called um, After Dark. And it was an it was an adult BBS. There were no no kids were allowed, and it was to be blunt. At that time, I was desperately trying to get out of the closet and just be me. And that was one of the first places I ever met other people who were gay, and I found some people that I could talk to. So I was have I was able to when mom and dad were gone, or if I was at our grandmother's house, if she was already going to bed, I found people I could I could chat with and try to come alive as yeah. it were now that being said uh the guys who ran night 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 nighthawk um i'm nighthawk nighthawk was another local bbs yeah. they were i think on. nighthawk i remember actually yeah mm-hmm. i was on nighthawk and it's a just different computer system but after dark was a archive archive bbs <laughs> wink 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 <laughs> and uh i was able to acquire archive Wink, wink. Copies of uh, my software. Oh, cool. And that was my first introduction to that and to downloading software and downloading content and all of that kind of thing and, like, learning what Sailing parody is. <laughs> and being as it was a 300-baud modem, it took you six days to download a piece of software. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> but then again, software at that time wasn't as big. wasn't as big, that's true, yeah. Yeah, you know, I could, I could, I could download. Like, uh, I downloaded the first alternate reality. Downloaded that, and it, it it was an all night affair. But I got it. But after that, I was like, "Fuck this! I'll just go over to your place and, and burn a copy of it. Yeah. Uh, an archive, archive, of it. Uh, archive. Uh, get an archived copy of it. Yes. <laughs> well, that was actually. Okay, that's also the time I started learning what the 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 hackers code of the eighties. Mm-hmm. Not the hackers code. Now the hacker code of the eighties was. If you crack a game, if it's a good game, you go buy the actual game so that the companies that made the good shit keep making money and keep making the good shit. Keep making good games, right? And if it's garbage, give it to everyone. <laughs> that's right. Again, that's right. That's how it works. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I refuse to reward crap. Yep, that's a good way so, to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Now, to to go more mainstream, actual internet. Oh, and I did try to run my own BBS for about three months when I was living at the pit. Oh, really? Oh, I don't yeah, remember that. Yeah, I, I did. It was, uh, it was a Transformers uh, theme. Oh, but cool. Three months of me going, what the fuck is Shock that it. supposed to mean? <laughs> so I, I imagine there was that, a bit of a learning curve. Oh, yeah. Um, an awful lot of writing, which I enjoy. You know that. Yeah. Then as far as internet goes... I was I was doing my internship at ninety six X, which was a um, a morning alternative rock station or was an alternative rock station. I got my first uh, my first email account while I was there. Ooh. Also got my first pager while I was there. <laughs> now, as far as my first <laughs> real memorable exposure to the internet, mm-hmm. there's there's really two that come to mind. 
Uh, one was about the time that Hotmail first appeared. Mm. was around the time that the first Mars rover had landed and was sending pictures of the surface of Mars. And the day that I got my, my first email account set up, we were, we were watching the videos of it. The second one is it's work-related, but it's, it's, it's not porn, but mm. it is porn-adjacent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, when no. I when I first started working at uh, at my um, my last radio station, mm-hmm. I was there for a few weeks, of course, learning how to learning the ropes on how to do this kind of stuff solo. So my first weekend, where I was going to be running alone, it's going to be two twelve-hour shifts on one on a on a Saturday, one on a Sunday. I was told by the by the staff, we know the nature of the job; it gets boring, you get tired. You're in here for a long time. We get it. Go wherever you want on the internet. Just cover your tracks, and don't make anybody else have to look at what you've been looking at. <laughs> Clear your history. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, my very first weekend, I'm there alone, and I'm. I don't know if I should really say the name of what was at the top of the favorites list. Oh, in in the browser. Oh dear. Let's just say it would probably be cause for investigation Ooh. these days. Yeah, no. Oh, that oh, that's oh. not good. Yes. Oh, and dear. now there are a couple there are a couple of uh bear social sites that I that I frequent and that I still do. I've met some amazing people over the years and some legitimate friends. And I looked at that at what was at the top of the favorites list and went I'm not going to have any problem here. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to care about me looking and going where I'm going. No. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's not a problem. I'm not a problem yeah, either. Yeah. Yeah. Free and clear. Free exactly. and clear. Yes. Yeah. So the lesson here is always clear your, uh, always clear your history when you're on a shared computer. That's why I don't like yeah. sharing computers. I mean, not that I have anything un, uh, what's the word? Uh, not that I have anything unsavory on my computer. Um, uh, Patty and I share a computer, so I guess I shouldn't say I don't enjoy, uh, I don't like sharing a computer. Patty and I share this computer and it's fine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if you are in a work situation and, uh, you have a shared computer, uh, clear your history just, uh, just to make everybody a lot more comfortable. It's just a good rule. Even not a shared computer on your work computer. Work. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be for work. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point, too. Well, ours, our, we had, now, in the studio, we had, and, of course, this we're talking early 2000s, yep. late 90s. Um, we, had, uh, we had our NOAA computer. We had um, oh. our internet computer. And, of course, we had our in-studio rec- uh, computer for, like, typing and programming and all that kind of stuff. But the other computer was specifically for internet use and exploration. Ah. Because that was still a thing. That was still becoming mm-hmm. a thing at that time. You know, this is before YouTube and... And all of that, but and you could pull uh, you could pull news and stuff off of them too, though. I mean, you could yes, use it yes. for legitimate purposes. So yeah, this is where I first started watching stupid videos. Stupid videos. Uh, if you remember, yeah. if you remember I any don't of remember that. those now. Might have to the look precursor up. to YouTube. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first so e-bombs world. Oh, oh, e-bombs world. I remember. Yes. Yeah. 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 Nineteen eighty. 
Well, my dad, first of all, let me let me go back another step. My dad was a mainframe guy for years and years. So I was kind of exposed to computers from an early age. Uh, you know, uh, remember like the punch card machines? You'd run the punch cards. The, yeah, he worked on, and, and that was that was his thing. He worked on those. But anyway, um, so in 1987, um, and I can't even imagine how much money uh, he laid out for this computer. We got an IBM PS2. We got the, the obviously, the CPU. We got a monitor. We got a printer. We got a modem. I think it was probably a 300-baud modem. It was, um, I don't know if it was U.S. Robotics, but it was about this size. It had the, the three prongs for the plug on the back of it so you'd plug the whole thing directly into the wall and then run your you know and then run your phone lines into it and then out of the modem into the computer yeah and i can't even imagine because it had like a it had a 60 megabyte hard drive Ooh. what yeah and he's like wow. oh, we'll never use all this space and now honestly i don't think we ever did <laughs> on that computer now i will tell you the uh keyboard they came with this computer. It was one of those old school IBM clicky keyboards. That thing lasted, and and the printer itself. I bet that damn keyboard lasted for twenty years. I mean, it thing it was that so thing was heavy. You could hit somebody and give them a You could. I mean, it would it would have survived a nuclear assault. I mean, the thing was just yeah. solid. And that printer it was a dot matrix printer. But I bet I bet I used that for probably twenty years. I mean, that thing just wouldn't die. <laughs> I was like, I'd really yeah. like a new printer. Oh, this one hasn't died yet. I guess I'll just keep using that. But anyway, um, do you guys remember the service uh, Prodigy? I think it was called. It was one of those yep. online, almost like I, uh, AOL. We had Prodigy, and we had subscribed to Prodigy. And I remember and sitting, staring at the computer screen, watching basketball scores click up, because my dad was a big basketball fan. And down there, we didn't see a lot of the Boston Celtics bas- playing basketball, but we could watch, this, we could watch the scores, uh, keep up with the scores on Prodigy. So we would do that on occasion. But then, um, you know, I moved out of the house. I didn't have a computer, didn't have a computer. I would go to either Green Bears or I would go to Dave's and I would scavenge uh, computer use from them, hop it onto the BBSs. And uh, so that was, that was pretty fun. But then I remember I was at, there was a short-lived, like a gaming and collectible store in one of the plazas in North Augusta. And naturally, being the geek I am, I would, I would frequent it as much as I could. This was at about the time when uh, Magic the Gathering started to get real big. So I was down there a lot looking for cards and stuff. But anyway, one of the guys that worked there who was a real, let's call him a douchebag, um, <clears throat> he, uh, is not, he was not my favorite person. But anyway, I remember he had all these acolytes that would like flock about him and ask us because he thought he was king shit because he worked at the comic book store or whatever. But anyway. I remember distinctly somebody going, hey, are you going to get on and surf the web tonight? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I might. I haven't decided yet, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the hell is that all about? And it was, it was relatively soon after that. I, was, I remember I was working at a radio station. I don't remember which one. But there were some old computers in the back, like some of the salesmen had like gotten rid of or didn't want anymore and there were just like carcasses sitting in the back of the you know in the back of the station and i talked to the manager i i was like what are you guys doing with all these old computers he's like he's like well we're gonna he said we're eventually gonna chuck them out he's like they're they're old and you know they work but they're just old and you know he's like we just don't really need them anymore. i was like well can i take a couple of them home and tinker with them he's like yeah sure so i took a couple of old 
you know, I don't even remember. There were probably 286s. I mean, they were nothing to write home about. But that's how I started learning how to work on and build and rebuild computers. You know, I basically cobbled one uh, good computer. Well, good is a relative term. But, I mean, I cobbled one working computer (laughs) together out of two, you know, uh, either semi-working or not working computers. Um, so, uh, a, a good friend of mine and I, he would, he knew what he was doing and he would, he was like, he was like, I will, I will help you. I'm not going to do it for you. He said, but I'll help you. So he, and you know, when I was plugging something backwards, he's like, nope, that's backwards. Match the stripe up with this and that, and, you know, and went through that. And I mean, that's, that's how I learned. But, um, once I built that computer, that computer had windows three, one on it, either three, one or three, one, one. I can't remember. Got a copy of AOL and, you know, because back then they were dropping fucking AOL discs out of planes and then you couldn't go to a store without a pile of free AOL discs sitting around. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But I mean, they would literally send these things. You got, you guys got to remember they would send AOL discs in the mail. Like you once or twice a week, it, it seems like I would get an AOL disc in the mail. It was ridiculous. I mean, I used them as coasters. We would make mobiles out of them. So the sun would catch them. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was ridiculous. We just had, they were, oh, it's ridiculous. But anyway, and, and as, check them in the microwave. <laughs> just, just see what happens. Yeah. Oh, look at the light it's show. Art. Boom. It is. But, uh, so that was kind of my first, uh, well, I guess there's been debate over the years. Does AOL, and we can actually talk about this. Do you uh, consider AOL to be a part of the internet? I always was of the impression that it was of the internet, but not on the internet. I mean, obviously, the AOL service had to connect to the internet at large to send email and to grab basketball scores or whatever AOL stuff you did on there. I don't even remember, to be honest. But uh, I, although I just never really considered it to be, you know, when you talk about, you know, oh, I'm getting on the internet, you don't generally think AOL is being part of that. But I mean, what do you guys think? I think AOL was a portal. I think you, you definitely had a uh, internet. In AOL, yeah. AOL had its wrapper and the oh, AOL software. True. It did come with a browser or something, as, didn't it? It had like its own sort of browser, right? Yeah. Like to and, get to the internet, click here or something, and it would, yeah. Yeah, and its own mail client and everything. It was all wrapped into the into the wrapper, okay. but when you started getting out of the AOL network, that was 100% internet. Okay, yeah. That was one of the things I would train people at uh, My Way Computers was like, okay, you're used to AOL, you don't have to use AOL. Everything that you could do there, you could do with this software and this software and this software and this software. Yeah. That was I. Re- now that you mentioned that, uh, when I was when I was working for, uh, there was a company called Internet Effects EFX Internet Effects. Um, that was my first like internet. Um, my own internet uh, account was with Internet Effects, and I ended up working for them actually. But uh, I did a I held a basic internet class like you know, a couple times, you know, once every couple of weeks or whatever, people would come in and, you know, it's like you said, you know, you don't need AOL to get on the internet at large. You can con- establish your connection and then open a browser and you're there. Well, how do I get email? Well, you click on, what was, what was the, uh, remember the, uh, the Microsoft Outlook, the, Express. Yes, Outlook Express. I loved <laughs> Outlook Express. I don't know about you guys. I oh, loved great. Outlook Express back in the day. It was so easy to use. Oh man. Anyway, small um, and stupid and it worked. <laughs> yeah. And it worked. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Outlook oh, Outlook Express. Express. You open up Outlook Express oh. and there's your email. I just, Explorer. 
a Netscape Outlook Express, oh, Netscape, an IRC yeah. client like MIRC. Oh, MIRC. That was I your used chat. MI- yeah, I used MIRC all the As a matter of fact, Patty K and I went to a concert because I was in an MIRC chat uh, channel, or whatever they call I think they call them chat channels. It was talking about the Beatles. And they're like, oh, this awesome Beatles cover band is going to be playing in North Carolina somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I bet Patty would like to go to that. And so I, you know, looked them up and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, MIRC, oh, dude, I spent hours and hours and days and weeks mm-hmm. and millenniums on CS, I mean, on the MIRC, yeah. yeah that, that was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, IRC chat was fun. But, yeah, uh, Internet Effects was my first uh, real sort of, Outside of AOL was my first real sort of uh, internet exposure, you know, and it was, of course, it was dial-in. Oh, I think I've told you guys this. I work with a guy who's 23, and he's, I mentioned dial-up, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, <laughs> dial-up, never had to, he's never had to dial into the internet before. It's always just been, you know, oh, look, there's a computer, and, and it's connected to the world, you know. It wasn't always yep. like that. Um, well, cool. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. So, uh, Netscape was the other big browser back then. I forgot about that. Yeah. That, that's Netscape what the, Navigator. Netscape was a Navigator. Big ship yes. wheel. Yeah. Oh, the ship's oh, wheel. Yeah. 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 And remember when they, one of their updates, they had the end and then they had like the, the little comet going across the end, you know, for its animation while it was loading and stuff. Oh. Yeah. That was, uh, and that, that actually, that whole project turned into Firefox, right? Is that, uh, is that a, is Most Firefox? Jealous. Mozilla, yeah. Mozilla's Firefox, yeah. though, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I thought so. And uh, the latest, um, I mean, Internet Explorer, let's be perfectly honest, has never been a great browser. Um, but their latest version of uh, Edge is not bad. I mean, it's, I, you know, I use Google as a general rule, or uh, uh, what do you call it? Chrome. Uh, but um, yeah, the latest version I of Edge I have some info is, about that. Oh, do you? All right. <laughs> well, please yeah. expound upon you know, it. To us. Yeah, Expound upon the, us. the classic Edge that came with Windows, I think it was 8 was the first one that had Edge attached mm-hmm. to it. It was their attempt to make the Internet simple and speedy because they knew Internet Explorer was garbage. So they said, we're going to make this garbage. browser. It's going to be fast. It's going to be streamlined. It's going to be speedy. Unfortunately, it also didn't subscribe to any standards and yeah. barely worked. Yeah. So they crippled it along and, and had it in Windows 10. They said, well, we'll try it again, and really nobody liked it. The, the best thing for Edge was to download another browser. Uh, Chrome, you know, something like Chrome, that. Yeah. That was yeah. Edge's first. The, the, the biggest search query out of Edge was Chrome. Download uh, Chrome. <laughs> download Chrome. Yep. Yeah, that's right. But here recently... Microsoft has kind of opened its eyes. There's a lot of things that Microsoft has done wrong, but recently there's a lot of things that they're starting to do right. This is one of them. They actually helped the open source Chromium project, which is what builds Google Chrome, and they fund it, they help fund it, it's still 100% open source. It's still the code is is available for anybody to, to browse, to look at, to help. And the new Edge is actually built on the Chromium engine. Oh, okay. It works as well. Actually, it works a little better than Chrome. Chrome is now the new Internet Explorer because it's bloated. It takes a lot of time to load. There's a lot of stuff. Ed, the new Edge, which we call Edgium because it's based on the Chromium <laughs> engine, <laughs> Edgium is now fast, sleek, thin, and 
compliant. It, it runs on standards. All right. Well, I may have to give it another try then, because like I said, I've been using Google uh, Chrome for so long. Uh, it's just, you know, you just get used to it. You see it there, you double-click on it, and you're off and running. But you're right. It is. It, is be, it has become, sadly, it has become uh, very bloated lately. Uh, oh, and not even lately. I mean, it's been bloated for a while, to be perfectly honest. Um, so, like, alternative browsers. I've tried alternative browsers before. And, like, Opera. It's all right. You know, like, um, what's the one that, uh, oh, uh, Safari that comes with uh, Apple's. Oh, uh, iOS, uh-huh. yeah. That's, uh-huh. uh, you know, again, they're not uh-huh. terrible or anything, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, but pass, right, exactly. So, I mean, uh, what do you, Jerry, what do you normally use for your, I mean, what's your daily driver as far as your browser goes? Usually Chrome, yeah, as with everyone else, but I will load up uh, Firefox every now and again just because I can. You know, it's there. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I, I've, I mean, Firefox has never been the best, and it's never been the worst. It's just sort of mid-level. You know, does what it needs to do. I guess you know. I've used a majority of like the main-ish um, browsers though, because mm-hmm. back in like elementary school they had like those really crappy like mac computers oh, yeah. apple whatever yeah. and they had safari on them and well so bad so bad. <laughs> it was terrible back then and, and it's not gotten much better now so i try yeah. to avoid um apple products at all costs if i can i think the only apple product i've ever owned and used with any regularity is uh an ipod and i've got it that's around here somewhere i actually oh yeah i see it over there um it's an old school with the with the click wheel at the bottom and the monochrome screen. Not even the color screen, but the monochrome sh- screen. So, um, but other than that, I've never actually actually owned like a iMac or a MacBook Pro or anything. And every now and then, I have to work on them or look at them at whatever job I'm working at. I don't, it's probably because I'm so used to the Windows ecosystem. I just was like, oh, how do I add a printer? Jeez, oh, I don't know. I got to go digging around. I got to f- dig my way through all these icons that I don't recognize. And then it just it's, okay. it doesn't act anything like Windows does, which is uh, it's just it's maddening trying to trying to do that. But anyway, Green, uh, what uh, what do you use sort of as your daily driver for your browser? Uh, I use Chrome. Yeah, yeah. I've used Chrome since I first learned about it. Um, I've never had, the only time I've ever had a need to use anything else besides Chrome was I had to go to Internet Explorer to open up an account for something that hmm. just did not want yeah. to use input from Chrome. There are Loaded up. there are pages out there that are just happier going through Internet Explorer, for example, or happier going through Chrome, for example. Um, and I can only assume it's the way they were coded slash built, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, I run across that, you know, like, for example, with this uh, help desk uh, software that we use at work, it only works like it's supposed to work under Internet Explorer. Not not Edge, mind you, but Internet Explorer. So I was like, why is Internet Explorer still on here? Well, the so- I'm like, oh, criminy, really? All right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's literally all we use it for is just the help desk, but it's like, why don't we bring the help desk software up into the 20th century? And But, you know, hey, that's... Not my circus, not my monkeys. Anyway, uh, Peg and Tech, what's your what's not your browser? My pig, not my farm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's your browser choice? Is it also Chrome? Oh, it's Edge. Edge. Okay. All right. 
What? Oh, Edgium, excuse me. Edgium, Edgium. yes. Uh, <laughs> once, once Edge switched over to the Chromium engine, mm-hmm. I got into the dev channel, and uh, when they were just talking about, hey, we're going to update Edge, and we're thinking about basing it off of the Chromium engine. Anybody out there want to get in the dev channel? I was like, yes, uh, please, yes, please. Get me off of this shit right here. <laughs> Anything but their current Edge. And I never look back. Uh, it's... To me, it's faster than Chrome, but okay. as compliant as Chrome, um, it doesn't have the bloat that Chrome does. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just one of those things that, and they keep developing for it. They the, the, they have a new feature now where the tabs that you have across the top of your page, mm-hmm. you can move them to the side of your page. Oh, that's kind of cool. The uh, uh, it's silly and stupid, but uh, it's something new. Yeah, uh, you know new things and i think that's that's pretty neat that that is i mean that's always the sign of a of a healthy uh piece of software is when they're you know they don't stagnate they're trying you know they're at least trying to do something a little new and different that's actually really cool um, innovation is your friend yeah definitely yeah. for sure yeah the only reason i'm sticking with chrome right now is because i've got like 57 bajillion uh bookmarks in there you know and i use it extensively for signal to noise like you know, when I, uh, for GoDaddy, like when I update the page, you know, all that stuff's in there. And like when I need to order stickers or business cards or something, all that stuff is in there. So I guess I could probably, I mean, I'm assuming there's a, there's a, uh, process to import, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, favorites or whatever they call Chrome them. Yeah. Out of into Chrome into Edge. edge yeah. yeah. I may have to look into that because and when you, when you look at your processes uh, and this is kind of getting a little nerdy for some people probably, but when you look at your processes and you see Chrome, 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 you're like, what do you, why are there like five or six or seven or eight processes running You're It's one browser, you know, it's ridiculous. Well, edge does the same thing. They're spawning off the different, uh, tabs and sub-processes oh, into their okay. own process so that if one dies, it doesn't kill all of the rest. Everything. Okay, well, that makes sense, I suppose. Um, all right, cool. Well, um, I think this is probably uh, probably a good time for a break. Yeah, everybody up for a 10, 15-minute break, Aroni here? Well, let me go order dinner. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Food. Food is good. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, take a break and reconvene in uh, 10, 15 minutes. We good? Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Intermission. Yeah. Intermission. All right. I'll back in about about 15 minutes. (laughs) This is the loudest chip bag ever. All right, so you're, uh, are we back, actually? Yeah, oh, okay. we are. <laughs> We're back. Thanks for joining us. I'm so stoked that you could join us as well. Uh, we've had a successful break, as you could hear, and I hope that you have. So let's get into this, Tommy. All right. <laughs> uh, for the term, I just ordered my dinner and almost 30 bucks worth of food, so I think I'm going to be eating dinner tonight and lunch tomorrow. You know what? It's funny. <laughs> What was that? That wasn't me. <laughs> Anyhow. Wow. 
<laughs> uh, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so whenever we order, uh, whenever we order Chinese food from our local place, um, we get at least two meals out of it, if not like two meals and then another, like a snack the next day or something. I mean, it's it's amazing the amount of food they give you. Our place is called uh, New New China House, <laughs> not sponsored. Anyway, um, <laughs> so- <laughs> but we're open to yeah, we're open for right. sponsorship. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I uh, hope everybody is uh, still doing well. And even through the barrage of fart f- uh, noises, I hope everybody has decided to hang out there and uh, stick in there with us. Uh, we're just uh, we're just having fun with uh, fun with our uh, some of our new uh, new gear, new technology. And of course, yeah. you know, you pay all that money. What do you do with it? You make you fart, make fart noises, noises with it, of course. Yeah, duh. I mean, you yeah. <laughs> you've got to. That's right. But uh, anyway, so that kind of uh, segues us right into our second segment, which is, uh, as uh, Peg and Tech said earlier, we're talking about our rigs. Um, uh, Green Bear has gotten some uh, new uh, technology hooked up there, or new to him, or got it to where he wants it. Uh, and then, by extension, Pagan Tech has uh, MacGyvered himself together a uh, a pretty awesome rig, actually, for his uh, for his mic. Um, I've gotten a couple new pieces here, and I was reading online the other day. Uh, so Jerry Formal, I'll start out with this. Jerry Formal um, is using a. It's a now. Before we get into any of this, let us just make it's it's not a joke. None of this is um, none of this is sponsored. Um, You know, all this stuff we've paid for with our own money. Uh, So it's not like we've been sent all this free stuff and uh, we're supposed to speak highly of it. Uh, So none of this is sponsored. So uh, having said that, I was reading on the Internet the other day that um, the toner TC30, which is what Jerry Formal is using now, is which is what I started out with using it for the radio station. Is it, a little, oh, there you go, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's got it comes my, with a little uh, windscreen, and yeah. I mean, it's just you know, it's a USB, uh, it's a USB mic. You just plug it right in. Windows picks up on it immediately. It's a very highly reviewed mic, and it actually people love it. I mean, and it's like. It's anywhere from fifteen to thirty dollars, depending on you know what you get with it, and you know if you catch it on sale or whatever. Jerry, I mean, I I think it's I think it sounds great. I mean, you know, I've not had any I've not had had any problems or complaints no. about it. So yeah. the um, that's right. The setup sounds good on our end. Yeah, it sounds that's great. Good. Actually, yeah. the the setup I was using previously, uh, there was something in. I don't know if it was the virtual mixer I was using or what, but it just it just didn't like the the toner i i changed something and it just didn't like it so i set it aside and jerry came down one day he's like uh, hey can i use that's like yeah sure and uh it's worked perfect for him ever since so um as i say i was reading online somebody was just raving about this uh because uh you know with uh covid everybody started working from home so everybody wanted to you know be sure that they communicated well over skype and over zoom or whatever it was they were using for their you know for their uh conferencing and um this guy was just raving about this microphone. I'm like, hey, I know that microphone. Uh, Jerry Formal uses it, and it's a great-sounding little mic. So it's, it's one of those deals where, y- you know, you don't have to spend a ton of money to, you know, to up your, I don't want to say up your game, but, I mean, essentially, you know, improve upon your situation. Like if you're going to be on Discord all the time or if you're going to be taking Teams meetings or something like that. Put out fifteen to thirty dollars for a toner TC thirty, I think it is, and it comes with a little windscreen that pops on there, and it's and it's uh, it's awesome. I mean, I I think uh, I think Jerry, I think you're happy with it, right? I know you're having your sandwich there, but 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yummy, yummy sandwich. Yes, yes. Sandwich, sandwich, good. Sandwich is tasty. Sandwich, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very much, yes. Green, uh, tell us, first of all, let's go back in time. Tell us the story of. Br- doo-loo, doo-loo. Uh, oh, wait. No. <laughs> um, tell us the story of breaking the other mic slash stand that uh, Peg and Tech eventually um, inherited, and then bring us up to date of, of what's going on now. A couple years ago, when I was uh, living at um, at uh, the old place. I was using an antique desk, and I had so much clutter. It was, it was, it was not – this was an antique writing desk. It wasn't really meant for computers or anything else. Yeah. It was one of those things that when you were not using it, everything just kind of folded in and folded down, and the drawers pushed in. And it, was, it did not take up a lot of space. So when you did open everything and pull the top back, there was a shelf where my – originally I was using a flat-screen TV. And it oh, yeah. fit perfectly on there. Then, of course, later on, I got an actual monitor that worked beautifully. I did not have a lot of room on this desk to begin with. And then after a couple of years of adding speakers, like uh, the I got a speed pad. Beauty right here. I oh, love it. I do, too. Um, love those things. Adding those things in there, it just I had less and less and less space. No, so, you actually had more and more equipment. You had the same amount of space. You just had more equipment. Correct. <laughs> the available real estate was dwindling. Right, right. <laughs> I started looking around at microphones. I, I finally started to actually stream. And I just did not have room for a microphone. I was using the microphone uh, built into this bad boy right here. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the previous mod, uh, webcam. So I started looking at different, uh, different uh, mics. <laughs> Got a Blue Yeti. But I still kept looking around. I just didn't have room. I had a, I had a small space on the, de- on, the, on the actual desktop itself. And once I put the microphone there, it didn't really help because it was picking up everything, any kind of tap. Kind of like if you're wearing headphones, you know you don't like tapping on that because it's very loud. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a tapping on a doctor's stethoscope. How's it going, doctor? <laughs> Blow his eardrums out. Yeah, yeah. Well, the microphone, whether it be on the headset, on the microphone, or on the webcam, and I, and I tried everything I could, all three kept pecky, picking up keystrokes on the keyboard like I was just pounding, pounding it with right. thimbles on each of my fingers, just <laughs> loud and cracky yeah. and unpleasant. <laughs> so I figured, okay, the microphone's picking up sound through the, the desk. I can't get past that. So the only thing I can do is get a microphone that's not going to be on the desk or so close it's going to pick up everything. So I started looking at boom mics. And the first one I got, which was a great size, but it wasn't a great fit because the desk itself, because it was being antique, it didn't have enough of a lip for the, the base mount to grab on. To grab onto, yeah. Um, it worked perfectly. I, had, I didn't have any problem with it picking up keyboard sounds or anything else. It just didn't, I just had to put the mic someplace and not bother it. <laughs> not touch it. Let it stay there. So, time advances. I end up moving here, where I am now. And I've got a, I don't have a desk, but I've got this, or I didn't have a desk. But I had one of those pop-up card tables like you can get from Walmart. Mm -hmm. 
And um, that's what I was using. And it worked great for the first several months. But when I tried to attach the base of the, of the boom to it, you know how if you were to do a side section, a side cut of one of those tables, you've got the tabletop, and then it kind of bends over the edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay? So here's the top of the desk. Now, you know, you've got with uh, the, the mic stand, you've got the little L-shaped thing like this and the little screwball yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, That you screw, and it kind of tightens right it's here. It's got the little flat thing in it, and it goes and presses up under whatever. Yeah. Yes. So I'm, I unscrew the little, the little paper plate-looking thing all the way down as far as I can, and I still have to wiggle it to get it under the lip of the table. Mm-hmm. And just trying to do that, the paper plate snapped. Oh, jeez. It didn't just snap. It took off the tip of the screw with it. Dang. That, that pissed me off. <laughs> Duh. Hey, so oh, I, smash. <laughs> right? And I, that's yeah. not, an, that's a, not an inexpensive little device. Right. I mean, the, the whole setup, it came with a Blue Yeti yeah, and yeah. the boom. Yeah. I tried. I finally sort of kind of got it to work. And after a day, I reached up to just, just, just barely, barely. I tried. To, I, I breathed on it, yeah. and the whole the, the assembly just didn't want to didn't want to do shit. Well, the microphone, the the shock jock, the shock jock, the Howard Stern. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. oh geez. <laughs> The mount that holds it broke. Oh, Jesus. And I, I I just couldn't find shit. Okay. So. Um, it started to fall apart, and I, ju- I tried to make it work, and I got frustrated and said, fuck it, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And that's when I went and got, um, I found this, this particular Blue Yeti with a table stand, and I was using it. And it was nice, but I, I couldn't keep it close enough to my fat mouth, so it just is um, inconsistent with yeah. sound. Well, plus, if you're like me, you know, generally right in front of you, you're going to have your keyboard. Not a, and I don't like typing around things. I just can't do it. So yeah, not, not convenient. Yeah. No. So, um, I've spent the past, uh, just a little over a year using this tabletop microphone. Mm -hmm. And then I got, when I moved into this new room, I was in a different room. Mm -hmm. When I moved into this room, um, of course, I've got an actual desk. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's true. Oh yeah. That one. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Um, you're, you're familiar with this. I am. Yes. But I still didn't. I didn't have a boom, mm-hmm. and I, got, I started getting frustrated with the sound quality of this microphone because I couldn't keep it close enough. And I ended up getting this headset for mm-hmm. Christmas, yep. just because I, I needed a nice headset. Well, you remember how this microphone sounded? The first couple of yeah. podcasts yeah. that we did like yeah. this, you remember? It sounded, it's a good mic, but yeah. it still sounds. It sounds like a headset skinny. mic. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it sounds like a headset mic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And now <laughs> I have a good microphone again. Nice. Yeah, it so, sounds fantastic. It does. Yeah, is it is Thank it USB? You. It's a USB mic, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, I coerced the, this guy or that guy. Yeah, that guy. That yep, yep. Yeah, that guy. on my screen anyway. Right. <laughs> coerced this guy. <laughs> right. With promises of popcorn and punch and pie Ooh. and tonkatsu ramen. Mm, yeah. Well, right. And. Uh, he came over one day, and we well, we we went online and we looked at all kinds of different booms, and I ordered another shock mount. Nice. Uh, I ordered another boom. This one's kind of small. Yeah, it's, it's kind of strange, but it works. Hey, it seems to work. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, as long yeah. as it's holding the mic up and then holding it where it, <clears throat> it needs to be. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can just do this and go. Uh, 
How's it going, eh? Uh, it's uh, going to beauty, eh? <laughs> nice and clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that you you worked in radio as well as I did, so you know good mics from bad, basically. And I never considered the Yeti, the Blue Yetis or whatever they call them, to be bad mics. I just didn't really know anything about them. But hearing you on that one and hearing Peg and Tech on what is, I think it's the same mic, right? It's the yeah, same model same and everything. Mic, yeah. yep. They sound fantastic, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I... I don't, yeah. The weird, the ones that I think that are are weird are they're called they're called snowballs. They're this, mm-hmm. there's like a round thing on a stick, basically. I don't know how those sound. They just look weird to me. Coming from mm-hmm. you know, plus I you know I did sound and whatnot at the Imperial Theater for ten years as well. So I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, maybe those things sound terrific. I don't know, but they just look too weird for me to, to bother they with do look uh, I, I they agree. do that yeah. was actually a, a, a factor that kind of i'm very visual with my yeah. environment i mean well pig and take can tell you i've got like rgb speakers and rgb mic stand and yeah. rgb stand to hold my my headset on i just yeah. i love all that kind of right, stuff right rgb headset well i mean when you're on camera <laughs> and when you're doing these sort of things that we're doing i mean the aesthetic is is part of it honestly i mean yeah you want to sound good and you want to look good but part of looking mm-hmm. good is having equipment that doesn't look weird or and that you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Pig and Tech came over. We got everything set up. It took a little while to, to do wires and routing, climbing in and out from under the desk and yeah. above the desk and hanging from the ceiling and bungee jumping down to get behind <laughs> the desk and in the corner and get stuff taken care of there. And yeah, oh, I, re- I remember. So, is that desk on the same wall as it was when I was there? No. no. It's on the, okay. The window is directly behind Okay, me. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you moved it to the opposite wall then. Yes, gotcha. we've actually got the two desks here uh, together forming a corner. Yeah, in the, in the yeah, corner. L-shape, very cool. So mm-hmm. then, Peg and Tech, you actually inherited the other Blue Yeti mic and the remains of the other stand, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> or the other boom yeah, mic, I think. Uh, well, there was no coercion to come over there because I absolutely love going over there and just hanging out and, and poking electronics. Yeah, that's yeah. my jam. Um, but, yeah, I ended up with all the pieces, parts, and um, after... Uh, after the the fight that uh, <laughs> Green had with the Yeti caster kitten, after it disintegrated on it, uh, well, now I'm blessed with an amazing bike, and I jury rigged some some pretty jank ass shit here. Um, so first thing, in order to keep it from just wandering around on its oh, stand, no, I used a magic eraser and a little piece of it that I cut a hole in, and now that's keeping it from migrating kind of see it in a ghost the ai does not know what to make of this thing it says i am not keeping that in the picture so <laughs> uh half a tube of of jb weld and that was to uh, fix the uh the ripped metal on the the boom arm i'm assuming yep yep okay. uh a package of wing nuts and there's another bolt that's in there that i cool. uh, had to scavenge yeah. oh and Bottle caps. This was the first bottle cap, but I got it offset a little bit, as you can kind of see. So, so now I, I have a different bottle cap that's holding it so together. So I, I think I understand now, because before I was like, what the fuck did he use a bottle cap for? But now, I, after hearing Green's side of it, that took the place of the little paper plate-looking thing underneath yep. as part of the clamp, right? And that's what actually yeah. smashes up against the desk. Okay, all right. I and that's why that. you can see the divot in it is the, is yeah. the bolt, broken bolt that he was talking about okay, is where gotcha, it pressed in. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so, okay, but you guys both are using essentially the exact same mic. They're both uh, Blue Yeti. Yeah. All right. And when Green upgraded his camera to the one that he has now, mm-hmm. it's uh, absolute marvelous camera. So clear. Is that a uh, Logitech? Um, no, no which one? Brio. 
Oh, yeah, the nice. Oh, yeah, real nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, we discussed it, and I, I ended up receiving this uh, Logitech uh, C920. Oh, that's a nice one, too, though. And it's it's wonderful. Um, and then as far as the lights go, uh, the boy child uh, went to Walmart and spent $20 on Walmart special $20 LED strip. Nice. You know, the kind that's yeah. taped to the wall. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. It technically does, but not for him because he said, that's too dark. I want something brighter. So he got some other ones, and these got relegated to a drawer. Well, I was scavenging around, and I found it. So I've I've taped it up, prop number four. Ah, nice. I've taped it up to, to your desk, Tommy. My This desk. is your desk. You gave this when you left uh, this area. You said, I got this desk. Oh, you want to come get it. okay. That? Oh, it's the dark, uh, the dark colored desk, right? Big. Blue, yeah. So now it's it's taped up there, and I can hit this button. Ooh. Oh. oh, cool! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's Very a full cool. party on cool. epilepsy mode. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go. Uh, let's do roundtable. Um, we'll start with Jerry Formal. Jerry Formal uh, used to have. Uh, he still got him. They're just as a backup now. Uh, Corsair, uh, Corsair uh, wireless headset. Uh, I think it was Bluetooth or whatever. Uh, so what have you, because you ordered it off of uh, Amazon, what sort of headset do you have now? Uh, this is the Razer Kraken, actually. I, yeah, I, fa- I found this on uh, Amazon. And there is a version with the cat ears on them, but that was like hundred-something dollars, like just, just more expensive. But instead, I found them with these as like a, a, a separate attachment for like, you know, 80 bucks. You know, so I figured it's a lot and, cheaper getting them separate than together. So, and, and that headset does have a built-in mic as well, but you have it retracted since you're using the toner, obviously. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. slide dry. Oh, that's super cool. All right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Green, what sort of headset are you sporting now? This is a Razer Nari Ultimate. Yeah, it's a Razer Nari Ultimate. Cool. Uh, okay. Four. And so you have you as well uh, have moved away from the built-in mic to obviously the Yeti. Uh, now, is the mic on that one? Is it detachable, or does it detract, or is it is it like the is it like Jerry's? It, oh, it just slides in and out. Okay, yeah, yeah, same same kind of deal. Okay, well, those are both razor, so I guess that, that stands to reason. Uh, but I've got a fancy little red light on the tip. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, but my headset's green and yours isn't. So uh, he does have he does oh. have a point. Oh. <laughs> That is a good point. Whips that out. He's like, so, wait, I got one of these. Although, yeah, I wait, have light up green. Oh, that's true. Yeah, well, that's the that's the Razer logo. Is Pegatech? What sort of headset are you uh, using currently? Oh, um, well, <laughs> I I'm seem to be very good at at uh, getting uh, stuff from Green when he's absolutely sick of it and can't fight it anymore. <laughs> Uh, this is a Steel Series uh, Arctix 9X, but it's the Xbox version, and so it doesn't pair with Windows very easily, and requires uh, an additional dongle in order to even begin to work. Oh, is it wireless? And it is wireless. Oh, yeah. okay, I got you. Okay. Uh, oh, once again, in, uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Really amazing sound, but I could definitely see why Green was. Uh, just ready to throw it through a damn window because it was a pain and when it loses its pairing it takes almost an hour hour and a half just to get it paired correctly oh dang dude Uh, once it's paired it seems to be pretty stable but But yeah it's it's a chore 
I love having my wired peripherals, but it takes up USB slots really quickly. Yep. So I'm yeah. using, uh, and I got this for Christmas from uh, Patty K and uh, Jerry Formal here. They are, I don't know the model, uh, but they are uh, JBLs. It's a uh, uh, pretty Ooh. much standard JBL yeah, gaming a headset. Really solid brand. Yeah, it's got the uh, it's got JBL, the mic. Audio. The, the mic is actually kind of cool because when you when you flip it up, it mutes itself automatically. And then you there's oh, it makes wow. a clicking noise. Yeah, you flip it down and it works. And then you flip it up. And now I'm not using the uh, microphone. Obviously, I've got I've just got it. I'm just using it as a regular headset. So I've just got it hooked up to the uh, to the roadcaster here. Uh, I mean, JBL's a, is a pretty good brand. And what are you doing with the cheesy poops over there, Hoser? Coming up in his face. Anyhow, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, these the uh, they sound pretty good. But the thing I like about them is that they're comfortable because I don't like on the ear. Uh, I don't like on the ear <laughs> headphones. I like them to be oh, over the ear. Yeah. And uh, earbuds I can take for a while, uh, but not for like a professional type of a you know a setting, so to speak. So these are these are really good though. I mean, I just I don't have the retractable mic, but it just folds up out of the way, and I don't even you know really have to worry about it. So. Um, so let me see. So headsets, microphones, uh, this is just a, a, a road, what they call a pod podcaster, the road podcaster. Yeah. And it just hooks directly into the, uh, road, uh, roadcaster pro over here. Um, I was, I had, I've just recently switched from a virtual mixer, uh, all computer based, which was super confusing for me to a, a, hard, a uh, like a mixing board slash uh, it's 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 actually designed for podcasting but it works really well in this situation for when I'm on the air with STN it just works for all those things it records directly to voice meter that you were using a voice meter yes i was using voice meter uh, potato actually yes it's i mean it's 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 decent software i mean there's really nothing wrong with it i didn't run across any major bugs but for my application, because I've got like, you know, two or three microphones, I've got the, uh, well, I had the, um, you've got it now, Jerry, the... Um, the Stream Deck? Thank the, you, Stream uh, Deck, yeah. Elrado Stream Deck XL. <laughs> yes, yes, the Stream Deck XL. Um, you know, I, it's just, I just had all this stuff going on, and you guys know that on any given day, Windows is like, oh, you know what, I'm not going to have this hooked up anymore, and I'm just going to reset everything back to yeah. normal, and it just had all kinds of crazy problems with it, so... This setup is way easier for me. It's way less confusing, and the sound quality is great because the uh, this other mic I have over here is an AKG, and I I had it in a uh, plugged into a uh, like a, a USB interface, so I could you know plug it in USB to the computer, and I never got the right sound of it out of it. I think it was either just the fact that it was um, an XLR mic going into an interface or I, I don't know, but it just, I never did get good sound of it. Now it sounds fantastic. So um, no complaints about that. And um, it absolutely does. Yeah. So the, uh, the roadcaster, I can have up to four <clears throat> XLR cables plugged into it. I've got the computer plugged into it. That's how you guys are hearing me and vice versa. Uh, there's another uh, channel that you can actually use uh, the, you know, the mini plugs, the 3.5 millimeter plugs. You can actually yeah. plug in your phone. Uh, you can plug in like a, an old iPod. Um, I've actually got my turntable plugged into it, and I can bro- so I can broadcast uh, records, you know, vinyl uh, over the air. And then the last channel, um, well, aside from the uh, aside from all the oh, 
Alrighty then. Aside from Alrighty the sound then. effects <laughs> um, channel, there's uh, the last one is a uh, is Bluetooth. So if you have a Bluetooth device, uh, you can pair it. You can like I can I could make a phone call and you know I could talk to them just like I'm talking to you guys and you guys could hear them and they could hear you and you guys could have a conversation with whoever's on the phone as well. Or you could like use your phone to have uh, background music playing. You know you could stream uh, uh, Spotify I guess or whatever from your phone right to it. So for my applications, uh, this thing just makes my life so much easier and way, way less stress. I mean, I, I just, I, I love this thing to death. And that's, I mean, I went through several iterations. Like I said, I went through the, the, the toner mic that uh, Jerry Formal is using now. And I think this is, you know, I think I've reached my final form until I find something that I think is cooler. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you know how that works. But uh, no, I, I love this setup that I have now. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to, uh, keep me going for a long while. Uh, you know, I don't think I need really to uh, to upgrade it anymore. Cool. So, do you guys have any upgrades planned for the future? I know somebody said something about maybe upgrading the camera or something. But what do you guys have planned for the future as far as your rigs? A new car. A new car. <laughs> video card. Oh, video card. Well, yes, of course, a video card. Yeah, for sure. Once once we you know they ever hit the market and you can actually buy one that doesn't cost you a million dollars. Yeah, no doubt, right? I'm actually um, planning to upgrade to the uh, Stream Deck XL like Jerry's got. I've got the um, the 15 button version right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I really like it. But there's, there's it, it's capable. I've been uh, I spent about a couple hours, about two hours the other day, watching all kinds of tutorials about it. Yeah, and it does so much more than I had really realized. It's really powerful. Got so many yes. integrations as well. Mm-hmm. The one I, thing that I'm, I oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say I really enjoy it. I'm trying to get the hang of. Oh, man, I wish I could get the voice changer to work through Discord, but... Alas, I cannot. So I no, have, it uh, does. Well, it works, works just now. Yeah it's, yeah. yeah, it's working, yeah. They have uh, oh, voice mod integrations. Did it just do the, uh, the yeah. voice change? Yeah. 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 Just oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You and I programmed it the other night for that. I've really been waiting to hear a reaction from one of you three to let me know you could hear it, and nobody said anything. Oh, well, okay. um, I mean, it just sounded like you being goofy, so it was not anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> but like, you guys can't hear, like, the, the sound effects. Sound effects you can't are hear, like, of... the, oh, my. Oh, that. No. Don't you have to be stupid okay. somewhere else? Mine's a fart. That was a SpongeBob uh, sound clip. Not the fart, of course, but anyway. Well, cool. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I mean, the only thing that I, oh, oh I did get a, a little a cheapy uh, ring light. Uh, which is what I've got going up here above my TV, shining down. So the lighting should be marginally better than it usually is. Um, it does look good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it was uh, it was a cheapie I found on Amazon, I think. Well, yes, you had something to say. I I actually do have something I'm going to uh, I'm going to talk about mention. Oh. I'm going to talk about mention. Peg and Tech and I were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. I think Peg and Tech um, is frozen up where he is actually. Oh, there he is. Okay, never there mind. He is. Go ahead. You were frozen there for a second. Unless you did it intentionally. Month, I'm getting the new uh, the beard dye done. Oh, right, yeah. And it's called oh. Electric Lizard. Ooh. It is um, really, in, it's about it's about this shade of green. Mm. Ooh. So I'm going to be, and the whole beard should be like that. So I'm going to be taking the, um, I gotta be, I'm going to be cleaning the hat. Yeah, <laughs> good call. Uh, but it, the beard will be about this shade right here. Oh, cool. And, and Blacklight sensitive. No way. Oh, that's cool. Oh. You got to get some, you got to get some so UV I'm, lights in I'm there. I'm going to be yeah. getting that. What's in I his hand? I brought it. Ah, cool. Is that, a little, is that a little black light? Oh, yes. 
yeah, the, uh, throws again. Doodah, doodah. Do, <laughs> I, I say he's either doing it intentionally or he's having connectivity issues. So, <laughs> it was intentional. Okay, I figured. Um, the light is new. Actually, I was going to get a thing. I had walked away, and I didn't want it just to be dead air. Oh, so gotcha. Okay. I wanted to get my face. So, so you this oh. this is Vaseline glass. Vaseline glass. Interesting. Okay. This is Vaseline glass, like I said, and okay. it is uh, doped with uranium dioxide. I have another piece right here. This particular Vaseline glass style is called Candlewick with the, the little nubblies on it. Okay. It's got balls. So um, <laughs> I had to go there, right? Yeah, well. So this is a USB black light. Okay. And it goes in USB-C, and it is one of the brightest black lights that I've ever seen. It is LED. Okay. And it's LED. They can actually design it around a specific frequency instead of, like, a flashlight or, the, you know, the incandescent bulbs. Yeah. Uh, they just have a coating that does ultraviolet or just filters out all the rest of the light except ultraviolet. This is only ultraviolet. It is not comfortable to look at when you're in the same room. Through the camera, you you will see that it's light. You won't get the ultraviolet frequencies, so it won't destroy your eyes. But <laughs> gotcha. it is not very pleasant to, to be in. I'm sure you've yeah. been in a room with all black light oh, yeah. and come away with a headache. Yeah, yeah. that's the same concept. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. here we go. Okay. We're going to plug this in, and I'm going to show you what black light does to Vaseline glass. All right. Oh, well, don't look directly at it. Whoa, that is crazy. It's just little, oh. it's just like, it's oh. just like lit up like the middle of the day. That's awesome. Now, is it called Vaseline glass because of the color? Uh, yes. And it also has, for some reason, it has kind of an oily feel to it. Mm. It's really okay. weird. And I'm not sure if that's the way that the glass is made. Yeah. Vaseline glass, well, they've, they've found instances of this same coloring being used in glass all the way back to, like, 70 A.D. So um, they found instances because as a coloring agent, it's a, a very strong color. And... So they found instances of it all the way back then. It wasn't until, I'd say, the 1700s and the 1800s where it really became popular in decorative glass and in using glass because they actually had plate layouts and punch bowls and all kinds of stuff that uh, they make this stuff out of. And during the Depression, they started lessening the amount and changed the formula a little bit and it became green. Ooh. Well, the green glass is still, it's, it's called depression glass. Yeah. It's not Vaseline, but it is doped with uranium dioxide at a lesser extent. It is still reactive. So you could use black light and you can see, oh, yeah, it's reactive. This is collectors. I'm going to have to, because uh, you, you see those out in, uh, in like, Goodwill and, like, uh, charity shops on occasion, right? Yes. Uh, we get them at, uh, say, Goodwill. Yeah. Rarely at Goodwill. Most mm -hmm. of the time we get it at estate sales. Oh, right. Where okay. the, the old people have died and yeah. they left, and the people, the kids usually get, oh, my head glass, I'm just going to sell it. Yeah. They don't know what they have. Right. Antique stores uh, sometimes oh. will have some go through. That's where this... This little tag is on. It says uh, yeah. it came from an antique store cool. in Savannah. Um, my collection, we've probably uh, Christie's collection. Excuse me, Christie's <laughs> collection. Um, we probably have forty-five, fifty pieces. Oh wow! Ma has two hundred plus in the one cabinet, and I would say seventy or eighty duplicates that are put away, plus probably a hundred, hundred fifty throughout the house. Dang. 
So, so she's been I can send a, for a while. I post a link in the Discord of, of a video that I shot of that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I guess she's been collecting for a while, and she's picked up all those pieces over yeah. the years. Yep. Holy cow, that's awesome. Uh, See, I've, I've heard of depression glass. I've never heard it called Vaseline glass. Yeah, depression glass is a subset of Vaseline glass. Oh, I see. And collect it and still uh, collect it and say that it's depression glass. You have to clarify that it's depression glass because it doesn't have that yellow color. Gotcha. It's very green. However, there is a lot of garbage green glass that's just green just glass. Just green glass, right. Yeah. You have to test it with a UV light, oh, and it has gotcha. to react. So, now, let me ask you this. Uh, where did you find that cool little USB-C uh, blacklight? The strangest thing. This came with my uh, glass kit that I put on my S20, on my Samsung. Oh. Uh, the tempered glass yeah, that yeah, you yeah. put on. It, it's got the gel that you drop the gel mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. That's a USB light that cures it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh. Clever. I ended up with like three or four of them, yeah, and so, oh, so you're uh, gonna Christy's give... got one for her purse, and okay. she's got a cable and a and a USB battery yeah. that we'll carry around with us and go. Oh, so you can check on the fly when you're looking. Oh, yeah. nice. All right, that's a cool idea. And then this is my spare that I had at work, but I've got another one that's up here that I'm going to replace this spare one at work because this is much brighter, yeah. and this is going to green. Okay, cool. So his so his beard can light up. When he gets oh, yep. uh, when are you so when are you when are you get the uh, so dye cool. job done there? Um, it's typically going to be right at the end of the month. The stylist who who takes care of my beard for me, yeah. a gentleman named Don Murphy. Dude's been dude used to be a field agent for Redken. Knows oh. his business back wow. and forth. Okay, he's, yeah. he's very cool. If you know what Redken is, yeah, we are going to try to do. I'm trying to start doing uh, fresh dye at the beginning of the month. It makes it much easier to keep track of when was the last time I did it. Right. Uh, we are going to do it on the sixth or seventh. It'll be the first Friday, I think, of the month. Of June. Or the first Monday okay. yeah, of June. Cool. Well, I can't wait to see it on camera because it's, uh, if it's, uh, it's going to be as cool and glowy as, uh, as I'm expecting, <laughs> uh, that's going to be awesome. Your, uh, your video game collection going through cataloging with the boxes behind you there, is that just something you're doing in your spare time? Just, oh, let me get to those and let me go through some more. And, I mean, what do you... Um, what is your end game with cataloging and all that stuff, just so you know what you've got? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, I am, the, the other night when I went through, uh, okay, here is the thing between me and, um, uh, Tim was watching a show downstairs just a little right before uh, we came up, or I came up here and we started all this. And he was watching an inter, uh, a special about people who collect. And the gentleman they were talking with at the time made a very, very profound point. And he said that we, as humans, we collect things. Duh. But people who collect, when they have a specific collection, whether it be shoes or Star Wars figures, uh, video games, he was specifically going into uh, Star Wars figures. But I said, uh, these things are a reflection of who we are. The things that, the, that interest us and that we collect show sides of ourselves. Or Wednesday night, when I was going through my, my, my Atari collection, and I, I would literally, I would pick it up and hold up the cartridge to the to the camera and say, hey, look, oh, I remember when I got this and I played it for blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And it really hit me just how profound and how strong of a memory I have with these, like, with every game in my collection. Mm-hmm. I can almost state what was going on that day. And I, didn't, I didn't realize I would have it quite that strong until I started doing it. I knew that I'm very particular about the things I collect. Like, I don't, I don't collect just like Sega Saturn. I just picked up three video game, three Sega Saturn games that I used to have, 
but have since disappeared. And when I saw, I picked them up today, as a matter of fact, at uh, Dead Media Collectibles. And when I saw them, I had, cool. a, I, I had a flashback to when I got those games. And so the other night, it, it was it was like walking down memory lane. It was like mm-hmm. looking at a, a photo album. Yeah. Because each one of these things, I have an association with it so strong, I have a memory of that day. And I find that I have so many memories around almost all of my game collection. And it just, it was a wonderful feeling. The, the point of all this was my collections are not collections just to have that collection. Right. I very specifically collect things or parts of a collection that are significant for me. So I want to kind of take stock of my memories. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds a bit like an esoteric take on it, yeah. but that's what I want to do. Pagan Tech, have you fallen asleep? Okay, <laughs> you were just kind of staring off into space there. I wanted to make sure you were still yeah. with us. All right, well, I'm I, still here. Okay. It wasn't paused, though. What's that? <laughs> I wasn't paused. Oh, you though. weren't. Okay, you were just, he was just deep in thought, eh? All right, well. He was, um, was tricking you, eh? Yeah, he, he was tricking me. I think that might uh, wrap it up for this week. It's been kind of a weird week with me spilling stuff and uh, taking two breaks and, you know, hockey fights and all kinds of fun stuff and food. Um, not that that's unusual for this uh, show, but uh, anyway, let's uh, go around. Yeah, one, yeah, let's go around one more time, do our plugs, and then we will say our goodbyes for this week. So, Peg and Tech, you don't have a mouthful of uh, egg drop soup. Why don't you go first? Uh, you're right, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can always find me here uh, on. T- twitch.tv forward slash pegatech and i stream whenever i can um one of my current fights now is my video card so sometimes i feel like streaming sometimes i want to stream but i know that the game that i'm playing is probably going to crash so i will um not stream so that people won't see me table flip (laughs) (laughs) rage quit yeah rage quit fine Ah! click (laughs) yeah uh jerry uh probably nothing to plug no nope all right, no, sir. We'll, we'll see you next week then, I guess. Yep. Okay. Hopefully, and yeah. uh, everybody pay attention to the, uh, there we go, to the banner in the middle of the screen there uh, with in all the of middle, our information yeah. on it. In the middle. Green Bear? Um, I'm twitch.tv forward slash the green bear. I'm going to be, I generally do uh, just chatting streams, Warframe and City of Heroes are my jam. I do play other games, but those are my two big things. Uh, so, uh, as for me, uh, S-T-N-R-A-D-I-O.com, S-T-N Radio, uh, log on there and, uh, you can, uh, click through to Pegantech's, uh, Twitch stream or Green Bear's Twitch stream. Uh, you can obviously listen to S-T-N Radio. Uh, we've got all of our, uh, ad sharing partners listed on there. Uh, there's an FAQ there. Uh, we are going to start selling merch here in the next couple of days. Uh, it's going to be two stickers, a button, and a, well, business card. We just throw the business card in there. Two stickers and a button, and a basically. And a microphone. And a, yeah, really. For uh, three bucks. So, you know. I'm sorry. What, what was that noise again? That noise right there? Oh. <laughs> anyway, stnradio.com. Go there. Anyway, uh, thanks to all the hoseheads, the fools, the nincompoops, the ne'er do wells uh, for, uh, you know, obviously for listening to us, but for also participating in, in the madness this week. I will uh, sign off at this point and thank you to all of my listeners and to all of Pagan Tech's viewers for sticking around for this entire debacle. And I will hand it over to Pagan Tech. Thank you, Tommy. And thanks everybody for sticking around for the Roundtable of Fools. These digits and nincompoops have wasted enough of your time tonight. We're headed off to the sunset. Have a great rest of your day. 